there everyone and um, good to uh, be back on the Travel Our World podcast. Uh, my name is uh, Freebie Damo as some of you may or may not know me as and joining me as always on this uh, I suppose you might might I suppose uh, call it like a, a mid-season catch-up really. Uh, joining me as always is my esteemed friend and uh, and also colleague as well I should say that uh, Michelle Martin. How's it going Martin? Afternoon Damo. Yes I'm um, very well my friend. Uh, it's great to have you back full-time on the podcast after a few weeks uh, <laughs> in sunny España. Um, I don't think the weather's improved much. If you've dragged this weather back from Spain, thank you very much. But it's been <laughs> terrible here in the UK for our non-UK listeners. It's August and it feels like February. I think back, <laughs> I remember February being better. No, here we are on another episode of the Travel Our World podcast. This is the mid-season review. Um, two podcasts too late, I think. Um, <laughs> but I think um, we've had so much go on since we started this back in May. We've um, we've had six well, seven, essentially, if you count the first one into two episodes and our uh, on our intro pod, um, seven very good ep- episodes so far. And we've learned so much. And I just think maybe it's an opportunity for you and I to catch up, see how things are going, Definitely. talk about what we've learned, the people we've met and the people we've spoken to and um, go from there, really. So. Sounds and like frankly, a good idea to me. But also we, we, we couldn't get on in for the pod anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be well, doing a pod on air travel, but it's very really difficult to tie people down who work on airlines. I, yeah, I think it's just a case of also it's that time of year, isn't it, when yeah. you know uh, school holidays. A lot of the people that we know have you know got family, etc., and and just trying to get them you know nailed down to something is is obviously a bit more difficult. But uh, as you say, it's a good time to just sort of reflect on what we've covered and talk about the guests. We've had some great guests, I think, uh, join us so far. Um, some brilliant stories and um, and hopefully there's many more to follow and we could perhaps talk about a few of our experiences sort of dipping in and out of the uh, the different pods that we've we've covered already yeah let's well, shall we um, pretend like we're bringing on guests and should we carry on the same format and should we just say shall we get on get on with it exactly let's get on with it and uh, we'll uh, we'll cover things as much as we can Normally by now we'd be uh, the music would be fading out and we'd be saying oh welcome our guests so as we pointed out in our later intro there we have no guests it's just you and I just you and I so it's always you and me <laughs> <laughs> always yeah. Um, so yeah this is uh, the mid season review um, we've had now very five six very successful podcasts not counting the intro pod that we split into two uh, and we have started getting some some feedback and actually before we get into talking about um, all the previous podcasts I um, was contacted by a colleague of ours Caroline Shears uh, got in touch with me she'd been listening to the cruise pod and she went Martin Martin I know Glyn <laughs> I used to work with him at Lumpoly. And if you remember, Glyn did point out, I mean, during the recording, you weren't there at the time. You were still in Spain. But he pointed out to Owen, who'd also worked as a travel agent. And I myself have actually worked. I did six months as a travel agent. Hated it. Sorry, travel agents are wicked. It just wasn't for me. And she said, yeah, Glyn and I used to work in Chingford. So, um, Glyn, if you're listening, Caroline Cheers knows you. And I think we should get you two together on a future pod when we talk to travel agents. So that one is already sorted. So. I think that'd be brilliant. Yeah, it sounds great. And I think Caroline and, as you say, Glyn was on that on that previous episode talking about the cruises. 
Um, he's obviously got a great insight, some funny stories as well. And, and Curran as well will back that up with, I'm sure, tales and, um, you know, tricks and whatever of the trade that she can discuss. Um, she's definitely a fountain of knowledge and uh, it'll be really good to get her in. So, Caroline, watch out. We'll get you in for the uh, second series whenever that yes, starts. Yes, definitely. If we can't yeah. sneak you in before we finish season one, we're definitely getting you into season two for the Travel Agents pod. Uh, so that's coming to you at some point in the near future. And Glenn, we'll have you on. You can catch up with Caroline and, and regale mm. on some tales of selling holidays. But um We've had a message from an avid listener, uh, Mr. Liam O'Brien, <laughs> or should we call him Lobs? Liam's uh, Liam's the one who every time we post something on Instagram, we say, what's your favourite destination? He's the one who always puts down Rome. He absolutely <laughs> loves Rome, uh, but I think we need to give him a new city to travel to. Yeah. Um, but he's been in touch and he said, um, he said, Martin and Damo, what I'd like you to do is start uh, with a really, really fun story. Get me laughing from, from the start. <laughs> oh, so dear. I think. I think definitely we should uh, open up with maybe some stories from our um, travel world um, experience. Yeah. And I'm going to, as I'm talking first, it's all on you. Tell us <laughs> a story. I mean, you have been in the industry uh, over, what, now 30 years or so. God, uh, I'm not that old, am I? No, sorry. <laughs> no, not yet. 25 no, years. Or so. 20, Let's say 22, 22, 22 years, years, I think. Yeah. 22 years. Yeah. Um, and you've worked in varied roles. You you yeah. were you were a, a transport rep. Um, we used to have a load of those when I was working overseas, local people that just do transfers from the airport on a weekly basis. You worked in bars and restaurants. So you've seen that side of the tourism, you know, less so much about the travel, more so mm. about the, the, the service side. Um, and now you've worked in back office. So working for tour operators and other things. Um is there a nice little story out there that will um it's quite lighthearted we'll get the uh, listeners yeah, smile no definitely I, well I, actually you talk about the um you know the roles that i've done and that sort of uh takes me back to um i think it was pod five that we we talked about with craig um going back to his repping days and as you mentioned i was a, a travel rep so i was just helped out one day a week for a um a villa rental company um quite well known villa rental company in spain on the costa blanca and they just asked me to basically meet and greet people coming off the plane at alicante airport which i did in my placement year uh, which was in spain uh, and it was really good fun I, I only did it for pretty much the summer season which was what june until beginning of september um nice little job just going to the alicante airport on a saturday most busy day for for those of you who don't know changeover day and uh meeting people coming off the plane i had a list of passengers um either showing showing them to where they would collect their hire car giving them a map about how to get to their villa or if they you know pre maybe previously had uh used the company they they were fully aware of where they were going it was just very simple task then therefore and uh was 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 quite a long day you know it had to start at, say half seven in the morning sometimes not finishing until 10 at night um there was a bit of a gap during the uh during the day so a nice little siesta down on the beach if i happened to have had a heavy rough night the night before um but um one little story that did come from there so i, I got to know some other travel reps such as like thomas cook and lumpolly which uh, i think caroline shared with us the other day she said she used to work with glenn at and um uh, i got to know this this young lady who um you know took quite a liking to and i hopefully she did as, as the same to me and um i said oh you know would you like to meet up for a drink or whatever and 
she said yeah that'd be lovely so she said what about tonight in benedorm so i said okay well i've just got to pop home and get changed and have have some dinner and she said just i said tell me what time you're there and uh, i'll see you later and you know agreed a time or whatever so got there about i don't know half 10 11 o'clock at night and um anyway as you can imagine right in the summer absolutely packed full of people you know all absolutely smashed off their faces and um so i was looking out for her nowhere to be seen i was trying to get contact with friends who are also reps out there no joy whatsoever so i thought well i'm not gonna stand around here hang around for half an hour an hour on my own so i might as well just drive back so i did that and it was probably about a 40 40 minute drive or something like that and uh Anyway, um, about halfway along the motorway, um, I got a puncture on my car. So um, not thinking, obviously, about, you know, I knew how to change a tyre because I'd done one before, but not thinking or anything like that, that I'd have a a tyre in the back of my car. I waited for the SOS. So you've got these little microphone things, walkie-talkie things on the side of the motorway. Rang them. I said, hi, I've broken down. I've got a puncture. And they're like, "Okay, we'll be there as soon as possible. Hour and a half later, turned up. Anyway, he very embarrassingly um, made me look, well, stupid. Um, and he just opened up my boot and found uh, the spare tyre hidden underneath the um, the little flap in the bottom. So anyway, got that changed. By the time I actually got home, it was about, I don't know, two, three o'clock in the morning because uh, I had to wait around for a long time. Anyway, my mum the next morning, because I was staying with my mother, she said, how was your date? I said, not very good couldn't find uh, the girl in um, in the bar that we arranged to meet and also got a puncture on the car so I said you might say I got blown out twice in one evening so, <laughs> so but anyway it was uh, it was a good um, it was you know one of those tales to tell yeah. I, I ended up seeing her next week at the airport I was gonna say did you actually ever get to uh, go out on a date with her no I think it just sort of fizzled out by then really so you know but uh, yeah it was good it was a great experience I think um, as a uh, um craig highlighted on the reps pod you know it's uh it, it might be a dying industry or a dying breed within the industry but you know it definitely gives you a, a good heads up about you know you you live for you know the, the the experience the meeting people um but also um you know you have to sort of budget you know because mm. okay gra- granted i was living with my mother so i had a roof over my head in in the in the sense that i didn't have to pay rent but you know it 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 literally did have to keep me going for, you know, the, the summer because I wasn't getting any allowance and, you know, granted, like I said, rent free. But, you know, you still had to make sure that come Friday or Saturday night in, in this case, because I got paid weekly. But you had to make sure that you had enough to sort of last you for the rest of the, the week or the month period. So it's um, uh, it's, it's it is a tough job. I mean, yeah. I will vouch for that. I did many years as, as a holiday rep. And hence why I have so many people. I know so many people that have done it. Um, and, you know, for those that, you know, live in living country like yourself, who sort of just do the transfer repping, it's a little bit different. You know, mm. the country, yeah. you understand it like you. You had a roof <clears> because <throat> your mum lived there. Some people, ha- you know, they take jobs. A couple of my friends who listen to the pod, who've, who, who've sent stuff in with information. Um, uh, my friend Emma and her husband who live uh, in Spain. She just come back from Ibiza, actually. I was very jealous. Oh, nice. Um, it looks like she had a great time over there. Uh, as she rightly pointed out, don't worry, you'll get there soon. I'm like, it can't be soon enough. But, yeah. um, you know, they work for a, for, for a very good company, um, but it helps them to live over there. Now, as a holiday rep, when you come over for the season, it is tough. And as, as Craig rightly pointed out, 
even when he was doing it back in you know in the 90s oh and, and by the way craig there had if you're listening to this and i know you are because you're an avid listener um um, there's big demand on social media for you to release more stories of your summer of 93. <laughs> so I think I, I think what I'd like to announce is we are looking into a side project. Well, I haven't really told Damien about this, but he knows I'm looking <laughs> to do this. But actually, um, something we spoke about a long time ago, I think we could do a side project here called Stories of the Holiday Rep. Yeah, and um, we'll get some reps on or we'll get people to write into us. So, again, we'll go back to saying if you want to be in, if you want to reach out and you want to be part of the podcast, how do you get in touch with us, Demo? So we've got three different ways that people can contact us. We are on Instagram. We like to be down and cool with the kids. So it's uh, Travel Our World Podcast at Travel Our World Podcast. You um, forgot to say uh, we also have a Twitter handle. Uh, I think that's the right way to say it, um, which is podcast underscore travel. And we also have a email address. So our email is travelourworldpodcast at gmail.com. So please send us in any feedback, any comments, any things that you want us to cover. Um, and also, if you want us want to appear as a guest, you know, we're, well, we're yes. be delighted yeah. to have future guests. Um, and if you think that, you know, we can cover something, I think um, I actually had an idea the other day. Maybe we could cover like fitness travel, you know, things like yoga retreats and um what do you call them what do they call them zen um places absolutely uh, yeah no, we, we will and I've, I've got friends who've done that uh, um yeah. another good friend of mine uh laura i know she listens so often uh one of her friends he is a guru um and he traveled all over the world to become one of them and um a lady i used to work with bella she is a yogi and i remember yogi. back in the day when i we was looking to bring new stuff on at the company we work with in marrakesh and bringing on Riyadh's and she was very interested on in doing yoga retreats so yeah we've got future episodes season two Ooh. yoga we could cover that and we're also going to cover sports tourism which I want to bring come on to in, in, in a minute as well but just in closing if you are an ex-holiday rep or you are still currently holiday rep and you want to be part of the show this new part of um, the uh, podcast which will um, divulge more information at the end of this season mm-hmm. then stories of a holiday rep by Travel Our World podcast then yeah get in touch because there's lots of fun stories about holiday repping there's also some trade secret stories you know <laughs> you ever wondered why your your suitcase went to Manchester and not to Gatwick <laughs> well maybe you should have been nicer to your holiday rep <laughs> funny you mentioned that actually because I went away a few years back now and um actually sitting on the plane I could actually physically see my suitcase standing on the pla- on the uh, <laughs> runway as the as the plane was reversing back Taxi, I was like, yeah. there's, there's my, my suitcase case. there's my suitcase <laughs> yeah so no um, please get in touch guys and um we will reach out on social media yeah, um I know that I posted on that Facebook group that uh, that um Craig mentioned a really good Facebook group out there called uh, stories of a holiday rep um, stories of rep i think it is on facebook it's about seventeen thousand followers it's really interesting a lot of people have come back together as friends like craig found out his best friend from his season in 93 who he now goes yeah. to season scotland every so often but that was episode five and that was holiday repping and yes i think we we, we touched on it briefly in in, in episodes one a and b um, with simon richardson uh, who mm. now runs his own um group travel business and it looks like he's he's, he's got it's kind of become very successful but from mm-hmm. a previous company another school travel company that uh, Simon and I both worked at together um when I wasn't in busy in the office I was out during the seasons in the ski seasons helping out but I also worked for them before I came back to the UK 
as a, oh, as a ski rep um so i've done the ski season side and it's very simple you know you put an advert out on these the, there are a multitude of websites you know season airs and you know dot com or whatever i can't remember the name of them or you know holiday season jobs and you know you or you'd go on the website for the company you'd apply you'd do an interview or two you'd do an assessment like i pointed out in one of my stories way back in in episode one <laughs> How I turned up very late for my job interview at Thompson's at their old head office in in uh, Camden at um, what was the name of the place now? Was that, was that just it's, around the corner from TVAM by any chance? It's do you know what's that station? Mornington Crescent. It's, it's oh, near yeah. that one. Is that the yeah. one that's between uh, King's Cross and, and Camden? Yeah. yeah, it's only one side of the line. And it's yeah. uh, is it Greater London House? They they used to have. Yeah. It's still there. I walked past it last mm. year when I was living in London. I was like, oh, is it still there? Well, I wasn't Fabulous sure. building beautiful building but yeah. i didn't have to get there because i'd never really been to it. um <laughs> yeah. but um now yeah i think nowadays it's gonna be very difficult as simon pointed out you know that maybe those days are gone maybe you know we'll be looking for people in resort but mm-hmm. conversations will be had with the european union to to ensure that possibly these things can happen but as a european union you know the fact that we no longer no longer belong to it they're, they're going to want to safeguard jobs for their own people so this is again where craig has yeah. pointed out but also glenn pointed out that there's a there is a great chance that they will just you know hire in resort and, and yeah. if you're if you're expat I don't like the word expat because to everyone else you're you know immigrants but we call mm. ourselves expat but you know what I mean you've emigrated exactly. to Spain um if you got the opportunity to live there like I know that you're interested in getting your um your residency are sorted out so that you know when you move back there you can stay there and lots of friends have got that it'll work in your favor um so yeah um is the holiday rep life going to die away um it would be a shame if it did um but uh, you know i'm sure they will find some ways to survive Tell you what we can do, Damon. If we think about um, back to episode one, um, yeah, uh, that long chat we had with Owen and with Simon and Andy and Andy, of course, yeah. as well, based over Jeez, aka Jesus, aka Jesus, and we'll we'll bring up Ibiza shortly. Things have improved since then. I I I, I would like to say I think things Definitely. have got better. Yeah. Um, there's still a long way to go. Uh, what's your thoughts? No, no, I, I definitely think that things have improved. I think there's a lot more positivity out there. I certainly feel safer with regards to travel. Um, talking of which, you know, as uh, you documented and um, we we saw a few weeks back now when, when Craig was on here, um, I was lucky enough to get out to Spain, uh, see my family and, um, you know, enjoy some sunshine. And I actually felt a lot safer in Spain than I did over here. Now, you know, OK, granted, you might you might say that, Things are slightly better over here. Um, however, I think Spain had a very hard lockdown, um, much stronger than what the UK had. And I'm not going to get into a political debate about anything, what we should and shouldn't have done. Um, however, I think, you know, with regards to there's more accessibility for testing. I think rapid flow tests in the UK are now free. Um, I don't know what it's like overseas, but I've got a pack full of those, you know, as and when I next go travelling. 
Um, so I can test myself regularly and as can, you know, majority of the people. They are talking about bringing down the costs of PCR testing, which I think will encourage more people to travel. And from my understanding is the next update by the government, which I believe is due around the end of August, I think there's going to be more positive news coming from the travel sector. So whether that means more uh, destinations opening up as green, and I don't want to divulge or spread any rumours as to what those may or may not be. Um, it all helps, you know, and we need that back. We need that stability. We need that confidence. And I think just not just for, well, ultimately for the travel industry, you know, the travel industry has suffered more so than any other over this past 16, 18 months. Um, but also just for, I think, as a lift to the nation and to the world, you know, just to get traveling, you know, Martin, you've you've highly documented you want to get over to Ibiza and see um, Andy. Um, I obviously want to go back to Spain and see my mother, but also travel to other places. You know, there's, um, you know, loads of places around the world, around Europe, even if that's for a city break. And it's all about finding the common ground. I think more and more people are now using their common sense. They know what is allowed and what is seen as not allowed or not au fait. Um, and I think also the, the the biggest highlight or positive note is that more and more people are getting vaccinated. Mm. So that so therefore that gives that ultimately gives more people confidence in allowing to do more stuff. So what about yourself? How do you how do you feel like if you were to say, right, um, Martin, here's five hundred pounds. Are you are you confident and 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 happy enough to say fly away next week to Ibiza? I am. I am. And if it wasn't for certain factors, I probably would be going over there at some point in the next few days. I um, have spoken to Andy recently, um, yeah. who obviously appeared on the roundtable pod. <clears throat> and he also brings up the, the workers pod that we did, um, episode mm. four, with um, with James and Leanne, who both did um, seasons as workers. And, you know, something that you did, as I pointed out in the intro, you know, mm. um, just because you're not a holiday rep or just because you don't work as cabin crew or you don't work as a kids rep or, you know, you know, workers are very important. Seasoners, as we call them in the ski, in, in the in the, in the winter in the ski um in the alps or all over the ski industry um are very important you know and they are the backbone of tourism yeah. and it seems to me from what i can hear now from from andy um that as a worker himself and working in a very very nice boutique hotel with his partner she's there as, the, as their chef mm-hmm. um more English are coming in um, yep. slowly but surely. They are starting to see, you know, UK travellers. But obviously, travel's been good from the rest of Europe. And the world doesn't obviously revolve around UK tourism. It's one of the biggest in the world, yeah. alongside the, the Germans as well. <clears throat> but other nations travel in in numbers and have kept the island going. And it's really um, great news to hear that. But it's obviously they're very interested in, in in seeing the Brits return. And I think more and more people are doing it. So yes, I would go travelling, and I. I'm very ready to go traveling, but I'm not going to put myself at risk um, if um, to, um, to avoid contracting COVID. I yeah. am double vaccinated, as, I, as we've constantly pointed out on the podcast. Um, I test as often as I can so that I can go into the office. You know, as I work there pretty much five days a week, I test twice a week. I have been to some big events recently. There was a big event down here where I live in Brighton on the beach with a famous DJ. In fact, um, the, the famous DJ that Leanne mentioned, Carl Cox. Mm. 
Um, yeah. He did a great event down here in Brighton, and it was it was very weird. Um, it felt very surreal, but also normal at the same time. Like I know what this is all about. I know I'm supposed to dance and wave my hands in the air like a lunatic, but it feels so surreal. I had not done that for nearly two years. And it sounds like things are picking up over in Ibiza and, and also probably looks like it's picking up in other areas, Mallorca, Menorca. I mean, again, to our listeners, sorry if you feel that Ibiza rules the roost here, but it's <laughs> been a big, big influence on a lot of my friends. Um, and obviously we do talk a lot about Spain because that's had a big influence on Damo's life, um, having lived over there and family over there. A lot of our friends come from there, but, you know, Greece and and other places are starting to pick up now. The yes, uh, Turkey is struggling at the minute, and we, we, we'll, we'll touch on the on the fires later on mm. um, when we cover the travel world news. But um, Turkey is still, if I'm not mistaken, on the re- it's, was it moved to amber now? Turkey, Tur- Turkey, as a time of recording, which is yeah. uh, just a few days before our, we normally release it. Yeah. Turkey, Turkey, my understanding is still on the red list. It's on the red um, list. They uh, a lot of the airlines have cancelled their flights to Turkey. I think until around the middle of September. Okay. Uh, so just it, just check, you know, if you have got an upcoming holiday uh, to Turkey, you want to obviously. Make sure it's safe to go out there. As as um, Martin mentioned, there is a um, huge problem with some uh, forest fires over there. But also um, just check with your airline just to make mm. sure that they actually are still flying because um, probably because of the fires and also because of um, Turkey being on um, the red list for traffic light system. Mm-hmm. Um, many airlines will not be traveling at the moment. So please, please, please. I can't stress this enough. Please check with your airline, check with the UK government website just to make sure that everything is in place, because the last thing you want to do, believe me, is get to an airport and say, sorry, you're not flying today. And, you know, you've wasted all that time and also money um, that you can't obviously get to your end destination. Yeah. So, yeah, so we, we, we do and we will try and always talk about other destinations. And I know Glenn, uh, sorry, not Glenn, um, Craig brought up Greece. He's a big fan of Greece. And I know my friend Benji, um, he is a huge fan of going to Greece. He's, he's one holiday he's never had the chance to book. Is his two weeks on a very small island mm. with an apartment overlooking the uh, the beach where you can sit on a on a on a on a sunbed for two weeks, Lovely. read a book and just drinking beautiful, beautiful uh, Greek beer. So hopefully he'll be able to book that holiday for himself next year. What? No uh, Uzo? No Uzo. Um, no? no, stay off the Uzo. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's lethal i've never tried it myself but um i've had raki um i think i've had ouzo once or twice before but then every country has their own eau de vie as the french call it that's it yeah Um, so you know pastis i mean one thing that one thing i would recommend trying if anyone ever gets to i think it's only sold in valencia but um you might be able to find it in other parts of spain something called agua de valencia um so if you like your orange um because it's predominantly orange juice based um definitely give it a try i'm sure different places have got different recipes um my uh, own suggestion is it tastes a bit like orange aid um but it has actually got some lethal stuff in there of which i will let our listeners find out so they can mm. sample it themselves what i'd like to know is how you're feeling about these these last couple of months since we started the pod how's this experience been for you it's been brilliant i've really enjoyed it i think we've, we've had some great guests um as you've mentioned you know craig telling about his rep stories i think the first one we had some really good insight to 
you know, group travel with Simon, um, Jesus, a.k.a. Andy, uh, was obviously telling us about his experiences in, in Ibiza and Owen as well from a sort of a corporate travel uh, point of view. He's, he's given a, a lot of insights into everything. Um, the, the podcast has been really good fun. I think, you know, hopefully our listeners can tell we've relaxed into it a bit more as time's gone on. We were never going to say that we're experts in this thing and we're trying to build our audience. You know, we're not, you know, up there with these global superstars. You know, I won't mention who they are, but they've obviously got a far, far um, wider reach than what we have. But, you know, if you want to... Um, as, as we said at the start, you know, you want to appear, you want to give us suggestions, give us ideas. You know, I know we've got people on our Instagram saying, oh, promote it on this. And I'm very sorry, but, you know, we have our own channels of, of doing our podcast at the moment. And we'll we'll carry on with those as until, you know, maybe we are, you know, have got a million people global following or something like that. But um, no, it's been really good. I think, for you know, I wanted to support you, Martin. I know that you've you've talked about a lot both within the travel podcast that we've done and also on your social media about, you know, people's mental health, including your own. And I think it does just give you a sense of positivity. You know, we can I've, I've met people and as, as I know you have on this podcast who you've, um, you know, never spoken to before. And it's just listening to their stories, listening to their their comments and positivity. And that's what we've tried to, you know, get across really on this podcast. You know, we don't want to be down in the dumps, although we can't maybe do as much as what we are used to. Um, but, you know, I think you've got to be grateful for what you've got sometimes. And, you know, I think, you know, hey, majority of us, you know, sadly, some people have passed it during this terrible pandemic. And unfortunately, um, many others will. But, you know, we, we've many of us still got our families, our friends, you know, we can still go out and we can still eat. We can drink and, you know, do a ma- good majority of the things that we can do. So for me, it's it's definitely brought a sort of sense of like, do you know what? Life is too short. We've got to enjoy life for, for what we for what we've got, really. Brilliant. Yeah, I um, as you, you we touch on the mental health subject. Um, we obviously spoke to Leanne on the workers pod, James's um, wonderful wife. She actually hosts and I, I, I did mention this on social media. She hosts her own YouTube channel and she's looking to get into podcasting. So we we'll definitely have another conversation with her offline. Yeah. Um, about mental health I mean you know James has struggled um, you know at times with his own and I know that from talking to him but so is everyone else and Leanne does as well uh, and what we'll try and do is we'll try and get Leanne again uh, Leanne on again on a sort of maybe a separate podcast so here's mm-hmm. his here's a separate pod part two um, but we might just cover a couple of episodes to help promote her and help promote um, mental well-being um, especially in the industry in which we work it's very male dominated I find that we could do more to support the the guys you know within sales and other places where it's very stressful but also to realize that you don't have to be macho you don't have to be the lad's lad you know you don't have to be the biggest drinker you don't have to this and if you're struggling just open up and you know i've always felt that by opening up to people it's um it's not airing your dirty laundry at all it's not um it's not um being weak it's it's about reminding people look if i can open up and tell you the things that have happened to me, my struggles with depression, you know, the the dark times when I thought about, you know, giving it all up um, mm-hmm. because I was on my own in London. Um, but also having that friendship network, people like yourself, people like, you know, my best friend Andy and my best mate Benji and all my other friends like Owen and Kevin and all those people that have supported me and, you know, and um, 
and Leanne, who's given me support recently as well, and and Kevin's wife, Hayley, these are all people that no one's going to know. I mean, most of them I know through the travel industry anyway, who mm-hmm. just reached out and said, you know, you can talk to me anytime, you can call me anytime, it won't be a problem if you just, and that's what you need. And um, people need to understand that it's not a sign of weakness, especially in men. It's actually a sign of humanity yeah. to realize that you're you're struggling with something. And it's that time when you can openly admit and say, yeah, I am struggling. It's like an alcoholic. The moment you realize you're an alcoholic, you, 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 you're on the winning team, you know, and, you know, as long as you can see the issues, you know how you can, you know, people will help you to get better. And only you can choose that path. And I decided 100%. that I would make, um, make that opportunity make that opportunity to talk about mental health uh, especially with men um so obviously i'm running the brighton marathon in a few weeks I need to carry uh-huh. on my training it's not going that great but i'm running it for the charity mind um so i will be sticking some stuff out there very shortly uh, on a just giving page mm. um, it's and it's an amazing charity that really really helps people there might be some friends that ask you to man up and I'd say to those friends, see you later. I'm not interested. If, if, yeah. if that's all they can come up with, then they probably yeah. have their own issues and they're too afraid to talk about it. Try and get them to open up. And if someone asks how you are, tell them. If you don't want to tell them, that's fine. But just just be, you know, be good about it. And this is why I did the podcast to give myself something to do. And I, I wasn't expecting to start full time work <laughs> straight after doing this podcast. Yeah. So I don't really find myself with much free time. But as I pointed out in the intro pod, for me, it's a cathartic thing. It's about talking about an industry that I absolutely adored and loved working in and thought I'd never work in again. And they have an opportunity to talk to people like Glenn, who I've not spoken to since my first year in Grand Canary in 2000. You know, so we're talking 22 years. And I know he's been around because he's friends with um, loads of other people. And it it pans out, you know, it's even more people that I know. So it's been a really great experience for me to be able to sit here with you and talk to people and bring people on. And one thing I want to say to um, some of my friends out there, don't be afraid to come on the pod. It really is a lot of fun. Everyone can attest to that. Owen will. I mean, Owen will be on a a third podcast in in two, three weeks time. He can't wait. He Glim is. Abby's not, not expecting like a special mug or something like that from <laughs> us, you know, to to appear on for a third time, you know, hat trick of hat trick of appearances. We'll but, um, a t-shirt. I, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've had a hat trick on the on the Travel Our World podcast. I think the podcast has been a has been a benefit really um, to you, yeah. to me, to our friends. It's a great source of fun amongst some of our friends who really do enjoy it. Um, you know other other colleagues you know like i mentioned at the beginning liam who um really enjoys listening to it and has had some great feedback he has his own youtube channel he's uh he plays uh i think it's nfl he's one of the best uh online nfl players in the in this country wow. um and it's great to have feedback from people like that who do this as well and um and, and enjoy doing it so yeah long may it live viva the podcast exactly yeah no, and, and just uh, just lastly on that, you know, Martin, you, you very well touched upon the mental health side and, you know, we're not claiming to be um, expert counsellors or anything. But if anyone is struggling, you know, please get in touch. You know, we'll be happy to reach out if you just want someone to talk to, um, whether it's about travel industry or whether it's about anything. You know, we're happy to um, to welcome you into the Travel Our World podcast family community. Mm. 
And, mm-hmm. um, you know, Martin can obviously share maybe some of what's how he's coped with stuff. Um, I'm, you know, those that those that know me, um, both either new listeners, hopefully, and existing people that we work with or friends. Um, I'm always trying to be as, as positive as, as I possibly can. And as we've said, we've tried to to get that point across always on this podcast. You know, just get in touch. We'll be happy to help you out. And if you want to be a um a what's not a listener um a guest on our future podcast talking about travel or if you want to talk about mental health or health travel you know that's another future episode that we could um potentially discuss you know please get in contact um probably now's the right time martin just to remind people how to do that they can do via instagram at travel our world podcast we're also on twitter at podcast underscore travel and you can reach us by the good old electronic mail Mm-hmm. the email address being the travel our world podcast at gmail.com um and also if you want to be an ambassador for the travel our world podcast just start sharing the pod please do That's get it. it on linkedin yeah. get it on instagram get it on your facebook page write a letter to your nan and tell her where to find it because we are <laughs> on every single platform out there and we do want to have more listeners and we're we're thoroughly enjoying this this whole experience So, Demo, I um, I think that was a very good um, little podcast there. I I, um, I know we probably rabbited it on a lot, and maybe maybe Liam did switch off after a while. Sorry, Liam. <laughs> um, I'll share another funny story with you in a minute. But it's that time um, to talk about the travel world news, and it's Demo's travel world news, ladies and gentlemen. So, what's the what's what's on the news spectrum today, Demo? What what what, what uh, fun facts have you? Well, found. I found, found a few little bits. I mean, um, you know, so at the time of recording, I think it just happened yesterday, um, which was uh, Sunday, the 8th of August. Um, people can now travel to France and return uh, without having to quarantine if they have been double vaccinated. Previously, that was on something known as an Amber Plus, which meant if you were double vaccinated and you travelled to France, you would still have to quarantine for 10 days. So I think clarification of this uh, traffic light system is now starting to take shape. I think in future, um, we've heard rumours from certain people within the industry who have maybe close connections to uh, good sources that the travel, the traffic light system will change even further and even uh, in a more positive way in future, which will allow, obviously, not only more people to uh, visit families, uh, but also just people to get away and just have a bit of a relaxation, mm. bit of a R&R time. Um, so that's ultimately, you know, I think one of the biggest news, um, US and EU citizens who have been double vaccinated can also now enter the UK without having to quarantine. quarantine. That was so, very interesting. Good to see some nice news stories. Yeah, there. no, that's uh, going to ha- that's going to help our own tourism industry massively, because I think, you know, um, I read somewhere the other day that I think all of the uptake on Oxford Street, which is not far to where I live at the moment, um, 
about 50 percent of that is normally down to tourist trade so mm. that is you know overseas uh tourism i don't know if that means uk tourism so people from visiting from manchester birmingham newcastle any any city outside of mm-hmm. uh, but but 50% is massive and you know to to actually see it on the streets recently i've you know i've taken a, only a couple of walks out because i'm still taking certain risks um with my wife's and and mother-in-law's health um it's it's really good to see so many people mm. on on the street and you know spending money and hopefully you know we don't know how long it's going to take two, three months. It could take six months, it could take 12 months to get back to pre-COVID times. So that's where we all of, want to a, be. A lot of that 50% will also be um, Far East Asia, Chinese, yeah. Japanese tourists. As we know, they flock in their thousands to Europe um, to see you know, and experience a different country. And obviously with the Olympics now just finishing and we have mentioned we will do a piece on sports tourism and it'll bring me to the British Lions tour very, very shortly with um, what can be said as a, as a successful um Olympics, although Japan has seen a rise in cases, but as someone pointed out to me recently, it's probably not due to the Olympics. They were already um, on a high alert already. It's not helped having the rest of the world turn up in Japan. Definitely not helped, but obviously they were struggling before that. But I think it's a very successful. It doesn't matter how Mm -hmm. many medals your country won. I think the sport has been amazing. Yes, here in the UK, we're all very 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 impressed and very proud of our olympians you know our second best away performance at the olympics you know 22 gold medals we're very pleased but also very pleased for all the other european nations for all the new nations that never won golds before uh i think bermuda got one um mm-hmm. i was reading the statistics the other day um it's 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 been great but obviously we were trying to avoid that being um you know a catalyst for a super spreader event um but we talk also about sports tourism and i uh, was talking i was in a family catch-up last yesterday my dad was telling us that the uh, south african government had planned for about 39 million pounds or 39 million pound or dollars worth of trade during those couple of weeks when um and he said it was around about 30,000 Lions supporters would have been in each stadium. He's he's had the opportunity himself to go and see two games in Australia where he lives. Wow. Um, and, you know, you players coming out seeing half the stadium in, in you know, in yellow in, in Australia and then the other half in red is just mind blowing because uh, how, many, how come so many people travel? Well, like the Obama Army with the cricket and like with football, with the Euros and like they would have done the Lions. When it comes to things like that, people will travel. Now, that's been devastated oh, yeah. and they reckon it's only about a million pounds worth of business or in revenue that's been made off the back of, you know, the Lions tour this year, um, which is, you know, nothing you know, compared to what they could of them but things will bounce back um so i think in in terms of news it's a positive in in a sense that the lions tour was able to go ahead um you know that the governments discussed this and realized the best way how they could get this so they could get sports on tv it's a feel-good factor and the same with the olympics now should they have gone ahead i don't know i'm I'm not a politician i'm not a i'm not a a country leader um Mm -hmm. all i know that the Olympics has had an amazing effect on my friends and everyone's health and, you know, the joy that it's brought. And we're all going, oh, now what to watch? Well, football's back, <laughs> premiership's going back next week. Um, yeah. And the Lions tour, regardless of, well, let's say if you thought the rugby was good, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But still being able to watch your favourite British and Irish Lions play their tour. And, you know, the English cricket team will be touring. Is it the Ashes this winter? So Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I, well, I, I, I you know, who knows if 
many will be able to travel to Australia because that's currently closed at this moment in time. So there's some positives out there. I think it's some great newsworthy comments in there. So, no, exactly. Yeah. So, no, I think, you know, with regards to the travel news, you know, the main thing being um, there's been some more countries put onto the green list, which is Mm -hmm. which is great to see. So we've got places like Poland, Germany uh, to name, but a couple uh, within Europe. Um, I think a few places have gone to a red list. Um, so Mexico, if you're happy, be happening to travel there in the not too distant future, you may want to check with your airline, with your um, holiday company, whoever you booked it through, just to see what their policies are regarding amendments, refunds, etc. Um, because otherwise you're going to have to, uh, as we mentioned, fork out a hefty um, bit of mm. cash on a quarantine hotel upon return, which I'm sure no one really wants to do in these yeah. trying times. Um, but, yeah, the whole um, travel industry news side of things is looking a lot more positive and you know, as and when uh, we've got a next update, um, our next recording or our next uh, podcast is going to be coming out in a couple of weeks' time, I believe. Uh, it is. It the uh, 25th? It is indeed August. It, so it is indeed. It is indeed, and it's uh, it's uh, it's your pod. It's the tourist boards pod. We'll be yeah, speaking to, to uh, that. friends of yours who are based in Spain. Gonna try and get. Gonna try and boards. get them on first. Well, I mean, I'm leaving that one to you. Um, <laughs> I've done most of the ones before, and we'll be learning about what a tourist board does to yeah. um, animate the. Um, the tourism industry and how what the things that they do to you know supporting you know tour operators and local businesses and everything that they can do to um to ensure that their region their touristy region is is successful because obviously you know they've got targets to hit as well so that's, that's it, the yeah. next that, that is the next pod after that and then after that we will be down to two more pods after that that we one more uh, and then there'll be the final one which i spoke about earlier on which is going to be covering the beautiful island of ibiza no it's gonna be great really looking forward to you know finishing off the first series it's definitely been an adventure um we're, we're still here for a, another few episodes um but yeah look out for the next one uh, coming out in a couple of weeks time it'll be uh, talking to some tourist boards as martin mentioned in spain and uh, yeah please get in contact feedback um, what you want us to cover comments if you think we're rubbish which hopefully you don't but um if you do then we'll obviously take that into consideration and uh yeah really looking forward to seeing you all on the next pod so you will indeed I th- and i think that's a good time to sign off don't you i think so we've been here long yeah. enough I'm, I'm looking at the count i'm looking at the count here and it, we've been on very very long time we've both got things else other things to do so on that note demo as always thank you very much for, for being here as always as a great co-host and as, as a very good friend and to all our listeners you know if you're liking this download it share it you know tell everyone else uh, be a great ambassador for the podcast and um, if you haven't listened to previous episodes this is your first episode then go back to your streaming service and start all over again and, and enjoy the journey until you get back to this mid-season catch-up as we're calling it <laughs> Brilliant. All right. Cheers, guys. Thanks and on that note, thanks for listening. Thank you very much. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.